Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how you check the mic. You go pissing and then you burp. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson. I am with MC. That would be me. Hello, how are you? I'm a bit hot and wet. And that isn't a euphemism. It is a <laughs> description of my, I was going to say moistness, but no, that's not good either. Just Let's stop continue. talking. Yeah. yeah, so many things in my leave. head. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> that's cool. I've always wanted to do this podcast on my own anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 22 and this is Cap Oral part hey. two. Yeah. Uh, what happened last time, MC? Uh, well, a mysterious vase bottle thing Ooh. appeared in Tokyo. The vessel of Bridget. Yeah, that's the one. That's how. What well, I think we called it about seventeen different things. We did last episode, so we we, we thought that Bridget sounded the least, the most stupid. So that's the <laughs> one we went with, and also the easiest thing to say as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that appeared, and it's got its magic. It can make someone super powered. It can make a ghost not a ghost, and Ooh. it can bring back someone from the dead. To a ghost, so that. it sort of upgrades it. Like we said before, it's like the mushroom in Mario. Yes, that is a very good analogy. Can that bring the dead back to life? Yes. Good. It's a very dark <laughs> version of Mario. <laughs> they should have done an ending like that, where he comes across Princess Peach and she's dead. Oh. And that's it. And then he stuffs a mushroom in her. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> uh, so Chip is after the vessel of Britchat because he wants to bring his dead brother, dead dead brother, Scoop. Back to life. Yes. And we there was a little hint towards Shinna Khan's backstory as well. We got well. a flashback. Yeah, his father was killed by an unknown demon entity mm. who we suspect may turn up again mm. or may not. Or may have already turned up. Ooh. Because I think he might have been the dude in the car. No, I don't think he was. Oh. But let's find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is part two of Cap Oral. Or previously on Tomola Gesson. Is this it? He asked. Smart Vamp knelt down beside his colleague and studied the pink vase. Do you know what we're actually looking for? Aedes Vamp nodded and said, Yeah, the vessel of Brightcare. 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 Are we going Brightcare? Brightcare. The vessel of Brightcare. The vessel of Brightcare. That's what I said. What's the matter with you, huh? Chip had focus now, and that would serve him well when it came to raise the one. But he wouldn't be alone for long. As soon as the vessel of Bridget was his, then Scott would once again be by his side. <gasps> well, one thing's for sure, Louis said. Every single soul-sucking fiend in Tokyo is going to want to use that vase. Good news, my friends, he said pleasantly. Louise and Jay looked at each other. MC continued. Tifa said the lorry was on the way to the evidence room to be locked away. But she managed to pull a few strings and the vessel, or Britchat, is on its way to us. Could be a vessel, could be a Britchat, who knows which. a bottle, like, who knows. The speed the car was travelling and the impact of hitting the tree sent Chip flying through the windscreen. He landed around 50 feet away from the car. Despite being a ninja, even Chip's body couldn't take an impact like that. He felt a few of his ribs break and all of the ligaments in both knees must have gone. <laughs> Chip could barely walk, but he pushed himself out of the mud pit in which he had landed and continued his journey to the mansion. MC and Louise stared at the small vase that sat on their table. Both wondered how something of so little stature could be so sought after. Oh yeah, because uh, weren't they a bit worried that all evil was going to turn up at their doorstep looking for this? That was the gist, yeah. Yeah, so a bit of a siege, a bit of an assault on Precinct 13 Ooh, vibe going on. Yeah. yeah. Jay stood beside them, swinging a sword. Why has he got a sword? He's been using a crossbow lately. He's trying to branch out a little bit. Ah, that's yeah, good. He should branch out. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
He was trying to remember some of the pointers MC had given him when he was training to be a ninja. Little callback there to a previous episode. Mm. He hadn't been able to sustain the ninja training, but Jay felt if push came to shove, then he could handle himself. He has been getting more formidable, hasn't he? He has, yeah. I like this progress in Jay. He's, uh, he's definitely coming on this season. Yeah, Good well done, Jay. Considering how much shit the characters give you in the series. I'm, I'm, maybe he's planning to take them all out eventually. His revenge is coming. I really wouldn't blame him. He's going to be, he's going to out Chip Chip. Are we defiantly, completely certain that this is the vessel of Bridget? Ask Louise. I think Louise means definitely there. I think she does. Yeah. But it's not as says, so no. that's what we say. I may have mentioned this before, but I think it took me a long time to learn how to spell definitely correctly. I had to sound it out in my head a lot. and yeah. still do sometimes. MC nodded. Yep. Right before Shin and Khan drifted off again, he assured me this was the right vase. Wait, did he fall asleep? <laughs> He's very old. <laughs> Just having a little nap like a grandpa in a corner. How come he disappeared? Jay asked, putting the sword down. He was reminiscing again about days gone by. MC replied. What this time? Louise inquired. Ooh, we got another flashback. <laughs> but the way MC said he was reminiscing about days gone by, I can yeah. imagine the screen going all wavy as <laughs> like we switch back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 1954, Tokyo, Japan. So I think we went back to... What year did we go back to? It was the 40s. Okay, so we've gone ahead about a decade. Yeah. So Shinokan will be mid-20s, maybe? Yeah. Okay. And presumably he's quite uninjured out now. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this is a Shinokan flashback. Mm. I think it is. Mm. The kimono was smartly pressed just a few hours ago. But after the fight, it had become creased and torn on one side. Shinokan had waited 14 years to catch up with the man, or whatever it was, that had killed his teacher... And father. Mm. He's going for his tomorrow Gason. <laughs> he had finally tracked it down to a remote part near Tokyo docks. One thing Shinokan hadn't accounted for was how many flunkies the mystery man would have. I like that word. Flunkies is a good word. It's a good word. It doesn't get used enough. It's true. Of course, despite being well trained, they weren't a match for the ninja. Obviously. Yeah. Flunkies versus ninja. <laughs> Finally, he defeated the whole army and was ready to face the elusive man, a chance to get revenge. However, he was a lot tougher and stronger than Shinokan anticipated. Just when Shinokan thought he was going to die the same way as his father, the man let him go. Ooh, oh, a little wrinkle to the tail here. He didn't give a reason and say anything clever. <laughs> I feel it's unlikely a character was in this would leave an opportunity for a terrible quip. <laughs> Like father, not like son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got you. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> Bye. He didn't give a reason and say anything clever. He just left a bloody Shinokan on the floor. He knew the chance was gone, and he didn't know when he would have another chance to kill the man who had murdered his father. It's quite a tragic backstory again, isn't it? We, we, I mean, we touched upon mm. this last time, obviously, mm. with his father being murdered, mm. but now he's been on a, a crusade for revenge for 14 years. And he's just failed. He's just And he doesn't it. know when he can do it again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to go away and get more flunkies and... Oh. So many flunkies. <laughs> As he walked into his small, straw-like hut home... Uh, Is it... <sighs> I'm just thinking like a big drinking straw shaped... <laughs> house is that where you know when all the plastic goes into the ocean like it just goes to other countries and they build little huts out of it <laughs> as he walked into his small straw-like hut home Shinokan wiped all thoughts about revenge and death out of his mind instead he decided to focus on his wife <gasps> Fan Lee oh. and their three-month-old son Jack Nokan <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a transformer <laughs> 
Jekno can. I was thinking more like a like a Jedi or someone in the Star Wars oh, universe. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, that, yeah, yeah. So okay, Fanley was mentioned in the last episode as the were the girl that Shinnecon had the hots for. Yeah, yeah. And her, his dad was very much, oh no, don't yeah. don't go, don't chase tail, my son. Yeah. And that you know old Japanese proverb. Um, <laughs> we kind of said Shinnecon was just his first name, not his whole name, but his son is Jeknokan. Yep, that's how the naming works. Yep. In this universe, naming works by going, I think this sounds vaguely Japanese or Chinese. Maybe Shinokan was adopted, but it didn't take his dad's name. You really are good at digging me out of holes. <laughs> Nothing could have prepared Shinokan for what he saw next. When his father had been killed, he wasn't the one who found the body, and that was something that eased his pain. Oh, no. <gasps> But finding your wife and baby son lying on the floor with blood sleeping through their numerous stab wounds in their bodies oh, no. was a thing that no man should have to go through. No, Shinokan, tragic backstory times two. Well, three? Yeah, three. Like, damn, son. Father, son, wife. Mmm. Damn. It's full on Punisher shit. Yeah, yeah, this is, oh, this is getting a bit much now. Shinokan lost all feeling in his legs at the sight of his family dead. Now he knew why he hadn't been killed back at the docks. Whoever had killed his father 14 years ago had now beaten Shinokan half to death just to bide his time whilst his minions killed the rest of his family. So he left the flunkies to protect him and sent the minions after Shinokan's <laughs> family. Also, now I can't unpicture these little yellow alien-like creatures murdering a, a wife and child. <laughs> the ninja wept, prayed, and make a pledge that if this ever happened to anyone else, he would be there to help. Ooh. Oh, I'm enjoying that explains these so little... much. Yeah, I know, right? Oh, I'm filling in the blanks. Look, yeah. this is going really well here. I'm enjoying these little flashes. I want a Shin no Khan spin-off where we just see his adventures through the years. Oh, that would be good. Come on, network. Give us another show. <laughs> I hope we can get the funding for it. <laughs> the fans we'll, will write in. We'll have to see what the executives think. They'd be like, um, can, can you do less racism? No. Nope. <laughs> no, it's set in 1954 Japan. Unfortunately, you know, 15-year-old me doesn't know anything about that, so it's going to end up racist. Okay, I think we're back to the modern day here, because mm. it doesn't say modern day, present day. You can always say it, anyway. Modern day, present day. Good. Which one? Any preference? We'll just leave it there. Okay. From the outside, Chip watched his former friends. He was finding it hard to breathe. Which probably had something to do with the fact at least three of his ribs were broken. Oh, yes. He got in a car crash. Yes. And, like, broke all his legs. Yeah, he... Was it he damaged all the ligaments in his knees? Or oh, he like, tore all his tore ligaments? all the yeah. ligaments in his knees. And like, then every he single one to the mansion. Yeah, but he limped a bit. Yeah, he did limp a bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could see Louise and Jay. They were looking up at someone and listening hard. That person was probably MC talking to them. On the table in front of them were a few tasty-looking weapons. Mm. With the pain that shot through his body, it was very hard to think and formulate a plan as to how Chip was going to get the vessel. Chip looked down at his feet and saw the yellow daffodils were now a shade of claret. Yes! Yay! Claret! Nice, nice. Chip looked down at his feet and saw the yellow daffodils were now a shade of claret due to all the blood dripping down onto them. <laughs> He's also bleeding to death as well. <laughs> <laughs> then, out of the corner of his eye, Chip noticed MC hand something over to Louise. 
She took out her glasses, and Chip knew she only did that when she had to read something incredibly small and extremely important. (laughs) That's how I think of my penis. (laughs) He reached up for the drain on the side of the mansion and started to climb with all his torn knee ligaments and his bleeding out and broken ribs. Also, his arms fell off, but... (laughs) He touched down on the roof and looked about for the latch that would lead him down into the loft of the mansion. It's been a while since we've had an extra room to uh, the mansion. <laughs> it used to just grow episode by episode. What does it say? Jay asked Louise, who was examining the bottom of the vase. I'm not sure. It's in Latin, I think. Ah, Latin. MC pitched in. One of those funny languages that you always mean to learn but never do. Do you always... Do people mean I to learn don't Latin? I think they do. Like it's on like, your to-do list. You yeah, know, it's like... yeah, maybe one day I'll learn Latin. <laughs> It's like on every single Tinder profile, it's like, I want to learn Latin, go travelling, I like the gym. Well, start learning, Louise replied, because whatever is written on the bottom of the little vase could be pivotal in its use. All right, we'll just go and learn a dead language, MC. Does it just mean, does it say, like, made in Rome? (laughs) MC walked to the living room to fetch the Latin dictionary. It was buried under two copies of Japanese dictionaries and a Kerrang! magazine that was probably Jay's. It was called Kerrang! in this, which is maybe the, the Japanese version? I don't know. Before MC left, he glanced outside the window, just to make sure there was no one outside. There wasn't, but one thing MC thought was strange was the trickles of blood that slithered down the window pane. <laughs> it's unusual. <laughs> it's Chip just like above it, like stuck to the wall. I don't think blood was forecast today. (laughs) Light showers, but... He ran back to the lobby and picked up his favourite sword. Trouble? Louise asked. MC nodded and said, Only if you count the window bleeding as trouble. (laughs) Also, I like how Louise had to ask. (laughs) I'm sure it's fine. Jay also armed himself, reaching for one of the daggers and handing Louise the crossbow. The gang stood, except Louise, who sat in her wheelchair. I'd love that I... Feel the need to point that out at all times. Louise in a wheelchair, sat in a wheelchair, <laughs> wheelchairily. The gang stood, except Louise who sat in her wheelchair and formed a circle so they could see every corner of the mansion's lobby. They waited for the attack. They must be quite used to, must be well prepared for attacks at the mansion now because it's happened twice so far. One would hope so. On the other hand, it, I don't know if they really plan or learn or think (laughs) or they just wait for the blood to drip down the windows there's a warning sign (laughs) a few minutes later and still all was calm inside the mansion maybe it was a false alarm jay said or maybe there wasn't any blood you might have been mistaken mc louise added but he has ninja eyes (laughs) what would you mistake blood dripping down a window for ketchup yes (laughs) <laughs> that would be fine. Yeah. Let's just catch up on the window. That's nothing odd about that. <laughs> or maybe, MC said, getting a little irritated, whoever is in our home, looking to steal the vessel of Bridget, saw us pick up the very sharp weapons and is waiting for a good time to strike. No. Chip said as he walked down the stairs, <gasps> I just wanted to make sure you stand around like a bunch of lemons for as long as I could. <laughs> Even with all his ligament damage in his knees and his broken ribs and his torso ripped in half, he can still make a really bad quip. I'm the most evil person in the whole the whole series. You lemon. This is again we picked up on the recurring theme of chips. Put downs, insults, mm. they are not the strongest. No. At least he's he's on brand. 
True. He's, yeah. He's got a theme. He's got a whole thing. He's working it. Yeah. It's just shit. That's all. Yeah. Hey, MC. Mm. Are you ready for another flashback? I am indeed. <gasps> 2001. Kent, England. <gasps> Shout out to the, the Kent homeboys. Kent home. represent. <sighs> England was so much different to Shinno Khan's home back in Japan. The people were different. The food was different. But at least it didn't smell as much. Right. Okay. Uh, just that, that just <laughs> you saying that Japan smells bad. Yeah. Sorry, Japan. Don't know where that came from. <laughs> Besides, he would only be here for a short while. Or at least he thought he would be. It was late, gone midnight, but it didn't worry the ninja master. He hadn't been sleeping much anyway since that dream. Or as he now saw it, the message. His father had often spoken to him about ninjas who get call-ins at night, during their dreams. Messages, people, places, anything that would tip a ninja off about pending events. Before Shinokan's father had been murdered, he told his son that these messages came from the Ku Claw Elders. Ooh. And they only came upon a ninja master. Which, of course, after all these years, Shinokan was. So it says Shin On Khan. Shin On Khan. It's when was. you become a ninja master, the <laughs> middle two letters of your name reverse. Sadly, Jack No Khan could never achieve that because he is dead. <laughs> But mysterious Kukor elders back again. Yeah. And yeah. more ninja abilities. Yes, the premonitions. Not enough of those. <laughs> I'm kind of sad we skipped like 50 years. I want more mm. Shinokan backstory. The dream had been about two young English guys, both leading ordinary lives before something tragic and undeserved happened to them to destroy their way of life. Who could that be? I wonder. I wonder. Maybe two handsome chaps? Who are, who are those? I don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. Keep reading. <laughs> he distinctly remembered seeing A-bodies on the floor of a house. Blood everywhere. The work of vampires. <gasps> could this be Chip, perhaps? Clara everywhere. <laughs> Running down the windows and everything. <laughs> you think it's ketchup, but no, it's blood. A young man returned to this home and found everyone, his family, dead. Shinokan knew in his dream that these events had already passed and that the man in question was in parts unknown for now. Is he there with the ultimate warrior? Yes, I'm so glad you knew that reference. (laughs) (laughs) The second part of his dream had been about a different man. He was slightly older and taller than the other. He wore glass and his hair was ginger. Shinokan could feel his love for a woman but couldn't picture her until her life was taken, this time from a zombie. No, Carol! Carol! Shinno Khan felt that this event was about to happen and that he could do nothing to stop the work of fate. He's already being mysterious and old and shit, being like, oh no, there's nothing I can do with this fate. <laughs> but as he sat in the same graveyard that he'd also seen in the dream, he knew that the man's life was about to be changed a whole lot more. In just a year's time, these two would be ninjas and would be able to get their revenge on the fiends that had decimated their lives. They would have their... Tomorrow, Gason. Yes! yes. <laughs> you said the thing. They did the thing. Did the thing. <laughs> and it's in italics, as it should be. <laughs> but this is complete character motivation for Shin no Khan. You yeah. know, like, I mean, obviously, he couldn't uh, stop these things from happening because mm. they'd already happened in his dreams. Mm. But he's there to guide and mm. to help these young men. I mean, three of them went evil, but I'm sure, you know, <laughs> that we're not holding him to blame. Not blame and he's kind of a dick a lot of the time as well. Mm. Mm. Poor Shinde Khan. He has to put up with a lot, doesn't he? 
Shinokan heard a noise. It came from the darkness of the cemetery. It was the buzzing of a chainsaw. Yay. He got up off of the bench and went to fulfill oh, wow. his destiny. That's the worst spelling <laughs> of fulfill I've ever seen. It's not fulfill, is it? It's for Phil. <laughs> Who's Phil? <laughs> uh, modern day, present day, yeah. back now, yeah. here and now. Good voiceover. <laughs> Thank you. Chip looked worse for wear, MC. He was worse for wear. <laughs> Imagine, like, you know, when Princess Di was murdered or killed, you know, and the paramedic comes out and he's like, oh, she's a bit worse for wear, that one. Obviously, someone got napalmed in Vietnam. (laughs) Worse for wear. For all the napalm. Bit of a boo-boo. Chip looked worse for wear. Dry and wet blood clung to his clothes as he reached the bottom of the stairs and stood in front of the gang. He held a sword in his right hand. It was his favourite and he had taken it from the weapons room. I like how both MC and Chip both had their favourite swords. <laughs> it's quite endearing, isn't it? Chip, nice to see you again. MC said. You look like crap. <laughs> you look a bit worse for wear. <laughs> both your knees are inverted. At least I... <coughs> don't look like you, you gingerhead freak. <laughs> <laughs> at least he didn't call me a lemon. Oh. Might have been offended then. You can almost forgive him at this point, considering what he's been through. True, true. I mean, the rest of the season, maybe not so much, but... Yeah. Why are you here? Louise asked. She had the crossbow aimed straight at his heart. If he actually had one anymore. Mm, Ooh. You lemon. <laughs> his voice was faint and croaky as he replied. <clears throat> Gotta get a bit of a, a croak going on. Sexy. Why else? I'm here for the garden pot. Was that weary and croaky enough? It... Fate he sounded like a sex offender, so close That works, enough. yeah, okay. It took me a while to realise that they meant the vase. Me too. I thought he actually was being sarcastic I again. thought that was a yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just really... Just... <laughs> it's on Chip's level, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember at the start when Chip was described as a wise, cracking scriptwriter? <laughs> Is this what I meant? <laughs> just in every script, you lemon. <laughs> also... Unemployed. Unemployed. Oh. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It so, all makes sense. Yeah. It all comes full circle. Yeah. Chip, uh, Shinno Khan's backstory, Chips. It all makes sense now. Jay stepped in front of MC and spoke aggressively. Good luck doing that voice aggressively. Well, you're not going to get it. <laughs> I imagine that peaks quite a lot on the sound. Uh, can you do it because yeah, it probably did peak and no one's going to understand what you said so can you okay. can you deliver it okay. again in a, in a manner that people will understand well you're not going to get it thank you despite his many forms of pain Chip still found the time to laugh out loud at Jay Jay it's normal in families where the father has left for one of the younger ones to become the man of the house but that person usually has testicles Seems like a very outdated thing to say, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. In so many ways. I mean, it was 17 years ago, 15, mm. 16 years ago. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Fed up with all the taunting and pain Chip had put him through recently, Jay lunged at him, sword held high. Yes, Jay! Well done. Get him! Not a good idea, but well no, done. No, it's going to go badly. In a lazy fashion, Chip parried the attacks from Jay and knocked him off his balance when he dodged another swing. He kicked Jay hard in the back. I mean, better than stabbing him. True, but with his torn knee ligaments... Oh, yeah. Chip is kicking people now. (laughs) He kicked Jay hard in the back. He fell to the floor. Louise fired the crossbow, but the arrow missed by inches as Chip ducked into a forward roll. 
When he regained his feet, he wiped his sword at the person in front of him. Wait, what? Wait, whoa, 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 hang He wiped his sword. Swiped. It must be swiped. Must write, thank you. That makes so much more sense. <laughs> he saw, I thought he was making some sort of lewd gesture with the sword. <laughs> but MC was ready and parried the swipe with his own sword. I don't think ships can be much of a match for MC tonight. Mm. This isn't a good idea. Maybe he has a plan. He might have a sneaky plan. Oh, he has a sneaky plan. Mm. Uh, I'll give you a chance to escape with your life tonight if you leave now, MC said. Which begs the question, why? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Again, they let him go before. <laughs> okay, you tried to kill us a bunch of times. You tried to end the world. Best of three. <laughs> I don't think so. Chip responded. Just remember, you've got a bit of a handicap. <laughs> I like the the one good line he ever gets and he completely ruins the delivery. Like he's sniggering the whole time. Just remember, you've got a bit of a hand. Hey, Cap, get it? Yeah, hand. He's been waiting weeks to say that. Of course, Chip is referring to MC's lack of hand here. Yeah. Then the battle commenced. The two ninjas went at it. Nose to nose, toe to toe. And Every other part of their bodies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. fencing going on. Yeah. Well, that's one word mm-hmm. for it. Louise desperately tried to reload the crossbow, but the loud clanging noises of steel sword on steel sword caused her to drop the only arrow she had left. Last time they clanged steel swords, couldn't it be heard from miles around? <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> MC spun, swinging the sword fiercely. Chip managed to parry, but the strength of the blow cause both to lose their swords. Oh no, their favourite swords. Oh no, I hope they're okay. <laughs> Didn't they name them? What do they call them? MC called his Carol. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Chip called his Lemon. <laughs> He's got an abusive relationship with her. He's always talking down to it. <laughs> Why aren't you sharper, you fucking Lemon? Both instantly fell into fighting stances and continued with the battle. Furniture got broken as Chip dropped to his knees... Those knees that have completely torn ligaments. And MC went flying into a bookshelf. Chip saw Louise holding the vessel and limped over to her. Before he could take it from her grasp, a Latin dictionary hit his head. MC stood, looking at Chip and smiled. Boom. He said. Is that the, what you say when you throw a Latin dictionary <laughs> at someone? That was the last word he read in the dictionary before he threw it. Out of the corner of his eye, Chip saw Jay get to his feet. In his hands was a shotgun. Ooh. He pulled the barrel back to load a shot into it. That's how shotguns work. (laughs) I saw films. (laughs) Before he could fire, Chip had already taken it from Jay and thrown him into Louise. (laughs) All right, Jay's back to being useless again. Sorry, Jay. Uh Uh-oh, Chips said. Ninja with a gun. He also turned into several uh, Chips at the same time, (laughs) like he split split apart. Also, I think Angel has a line at some point when he says vampire with a gun. Oh, it might be okay. Angelus, actually. But right. Yeah, so that is a complete rip-off. Nice. He fired at MC, who barely avoided the vicious bullet by diving behind a chest of drawers. He said very mean things. <laughs> Called him a lemon. I know how shotguns work as well. Let's just yeah. bring that up again. <laughs> Wait! Louise cried out. If I give you the vessel, then you get out of here and never come back. That'll work. Uh, That'll totally work. Promise? Chip made a cross sign over his heart. Louise held the vessel high and went to throw it over to Chip when another gunshot rang out inside the mansion. 
the shotgun went flying out Chip's had as the bullet tore into his shoulder. For fuck's Again? sake. Chip, Jesus. His ninja shoulder, though. <laughs> he got shot several times in the shoulder before, and it was like, oh, need a plaster. And who shot him last night? Mm-hmm. He turned and saw Tifa standing yes. there, spelt incorrectly, her gun smoking and aimed straight at him. Never been more attracted to Tifa before. <laughs> Again, why has she not gone for, like, the killing shot? <laughs> why? Because she's dumb. <laughs> I'm taking you down, Chip. <laughs> she doesn't understand that guns can actually kill people. As a stunned Chip turned back around, MC was in his face. Uh, the MC's feet and fists were in his face. The MC's, the MC's feet and fists were in his face. <laughs> MC starts talking in the third person as well. He's like, the, the MC's going <laughs> to kick your ass. I really think you should start talking like that. I'd enjoy that. MC kept knocking Chip back and then sent him flying into the mansion's front door, or rather, through it, spelled incorrectly, with a mighty kick to the solar plex. Chip landed on the mansion's front lawn. MC ran forward and outside to follow up his attack. MC ran forward and outside to follow up his attack. But Chip was nowhere to be seen. Fucking ninjas. All that remained was a small pool of blood where he had once laid. (laughs) MC went back inside and looked at the front door. Great. We've only just had that fixed. The group sat in the living room nursing the wounds. The wounds? Is that like the MC? (laughs) The MC has the wound. <laughs> Jay had ice. Louise had a stiff drink. And MC had Tifa, who sat on his knee. The vessel of Britchat sat in the middle of the room, knowing, knowing not to do with it. <laughs> and all hoping that there would be no more visitors tonight. We could sell it on eBay. Jay suggested. That's a flower vase. It's very sweet. <laughs> also wrong. Maybe we should just smash the damn thing. Louise liked her idea. And everyone seemed to agree. Everyone. Except for Shinno Khan. Oh, he's back again. He stood in the doorway and looked at his injured soldiers. I'm afraid smashing it would have no effect. It is protected with very powerful magic. You have done well in protecting the vessel. Empsey stood up and reached for it. He carried it over to his mentor and said, Then give us our reward. Use it. <gasps> like we said last... Shinokan's going to be a real boy! <laughs> <laughs> Shinokan seemed shocked at the suggestion, and so did everyone else. What, what do you mean? He asked. I mean, if you use this stupid little vase, then you will become human again. Another chance. Shinokan looked at the group, and at the vase. It was true. If he was to use it, then he would become human. But at what cost? I, I don't know, generally, uh, what, what, what cost? Nobody knows, it's just vaguely <laughs> mentioned before. Uh, yeah. No, he stated. MC looked surprised. Why the hell not? Because, my son, I learned long ago that you cannot change the path laid down in front of you, no matter what. You cannot play God and interfere with fate. I will not. I accept my existence that it is now. And will continue to do good from the position I am in. So, mm, his whole thing is like, I'm going to be vaguely noble for some reason. Yeah, even though I'm sure they've changed fate before. There's been lots of bullshit about yeah. fate and destiny and predictions. <laughs> there was a prophecy. <laughs> and they went against that, maybe? I can't remember. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it just feels convenient for this yeah. story, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. MC smiled. If he could have given Shin Okan a hug, he would have. He didn't question his teacher's decision, possibly because he realised it wouldn't have made sense. <laughs> okay, we'll put it in the safe and make sure it doesn't get into the wrong hands. A safe. <laughs> That'll stop Chip and all the assorted demons of Tokyo. They'll never be able to get into a safe. They'll go in and they'll be like, oh no, a safe, my only weakness. <laughs> I like to think it's one of those really simple ones, you know, you have like 20 quid or something. <laughs> Chip crawled on his hands and knees. How is he on his knees still? Jesus. Chip crawled on his hands and knees inside the abandoned warehouse, unable to stand. Finally. Yeah, Jesus. He would heal quickly, spelt incorrectly, but it would still take time. But soon he would be ready to start the raising of the one, even without his brother. Ooh. Changed his mind, man. I guess. We're in a safe. So he's got no chance. Like he, that's like, oh, that's the end of it then, I guess. Yep. Not long now, he said to himself, laughing out loud at the thought of what was to come. Chip passed out. Can we just have a mental image of someone going, ha, <laughs> 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 But he's probably delusional then. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's laughing to himself in an abandoned mansion, like bleeding out all across the floor. This is quite an image we've got. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, that's the end of okay, episode right, 22. Right, right. <laughs> Cat Oral is finished. Yes, it is, definitely. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's just a blank page at the end, <laughs> which is slightly confusing. But okay. Wow. What do we think to this episode, MC? Um, more backstory in Shinokan. Like you said earlier, it's really good that we're sort of fleshing out, getting the backstory, understanding mm. the motivations, blah, blah, blah. Other character we haven't really dealt with before in that way. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. always been mysterious, older, wise ninja dude. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's been his thing. And he kind of went back to that at the end. Yeah. But we know a little bit more about him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I really enjoyed those little flashbacks again like I was sad when we skipped ahead 50 years I was like no I want yeah, more same. like was he a, a punk was he a goth like what happened in the, <laughs> in the intervening years did he remarry Ooh. or and did he just give up his quest for revenge or did he seek it out again maybe he was so broken when his wife and child were killed that he just left it yeah well it did say about him it said something about him thinking he wouldn't be able to track the dude down I think yes so yeah for vague, vague, vague reasons again he, he goes in for vague reasons a lot <laughs> he's got his thing he's yeah. like Chip you know Chip got his thing with the crap wise cracks and Chin and Kong got his thing was like oh well I guess that's it then <laughs> <laughs> but I really I just know what I really enjoyed about this episode mm. was Obviously, we had that kind of mid-season thing where Scoot was killed and Chip attacked the mansion. Yeah. Then we had kind of a one-off episode as like a a, 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 a fluffer in between. Yeah. And now we're kind of we're back on the we're on the home straight to the end of the season. We now. are. We are. Um. Obviously, we've got about four episodes left, but obviously we'll break those down to two or three parts depending yeah. on their length. So, but we're on the home stretch. We are. So we're getting into the main story now. So we had the bit of Chip was coming. He wanted to bring Scoot back because he's still mm-hmm. grieving mm-hmm. with his ninja grief mm-hmm. to bring his brother back. Failed. Mm. And now he's back to his main thing of raising the one. And will we ever find out what the fuck the one <laughs> actually is? Or shouldn't can't be vague about it again? <laughs> it's sort of a dick demon The thing. one is, is bad. <laughs> for real, guys. And will we ever see... The fiend that killed Shinokon's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope I picked that up. I really hope yeah, so too, because it'll be so annoying. I'm if you quite don't. invested in that, yeah. which I think says a lot about me and how self indulgent I am. <laughs> but yeah, I don't remember if we do pick that up or not. Mm-hmm. Well, we will find out in probably not the next episode. No, but should we see what the next episode is called, yes. MC? 
mysterious guy who killed Shuna Khan's family. <laughs> no, not oh. quite. The next episode is called Pre Armageddon. What could it be? Such about? a silly name. I know. <laughs> so, yes, join us next time and we will see what happens before the end of the world. Hey, MC. Hi, Chip. Did you know? that there are multiple ways you can now support the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Really? Why didn't you tell me all about them? I shall, MC. First of all, you can go to our Facebook page, which is How I Ripped Off Podcast. I couldn't put Buffy in that because it wouldn't allow me for some reason. <laughs> I don't know copyright. why. Yay! Also, MC, mm. we are on Twitter. <gasps> we really? are at How I Ripped Off, and I didn't have room to put Buffy in that, so that's <laughs> why it's just called that. Finally, do you know what else you can do, MC? Tell me more. You can come leave us a rating and review on iTunes because that really helps the podcast and means we get seen higher in the rankings. And finally, we'll become rich and famous <laughs> and be able to do a live-action version of the... No, we won't. No, no, that'll never happen. But yes, come and support us. Come and say hello. We would really love that. That'd do.